Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. The college experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by MyBookie. Sign up over at MyBookie.ag and use the promo code SGP100 to claim your 100% deposit bonus today. Play, win, get paid over at MyBookie.ag. The college experience is also brought to you by OddShark. Head over to OddShark.com to find free picks from their supercomputer and expert writing staff, as well as betting stats and trends that you won't find anywhere else. Follow them on Twitter at OddShark and visit them at www.oddshark.com. And finally, the college experience is brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is the only mobile app that gives you the best chance to beat Vegas. And the best part? BetQL is free to download from your Apple or Android device. So head over to betql.co to download the app today. Yes, yes, we are back. This is the college experience. My name is Colby Dant, aka the Dantabase, and we are previewing the Big 12 football conference, even though there's 10 teams. Uh, without further ado, let me bring on my co host, former, former James Madison. Defensive back. And play a player. And play a player. Give it up for Patty C. What up, y'all? In the place to be. You motherfucker, you. How you been? I'm great, buddy. Dantabay Studios is popping once again. What's the drink of choice today? Uh, we are working. With, we're back to Mexico. We went from Jamaica. People, people. by the way, we got some tweets shitting on our... Uh, Hating on the red stripe. <laughs> hey. I don't know what you guys are tasting. Uh, that that was truly a rude boy. <laughs> rude boy comment. <laughs> what the fuck? But uh, how, how's your week been, buddy? You been good? Week has been amazing. Football team starting to shape up a little bit. Okay. D-line, you're getting them in order. You're a D-line oh, coach, right? I'm whipping their asses. We, we got the Oklahoma drill going. Oh, man. Kids getting knocked out left and right. I'm surprised that's you still know, legal in California. It's probably not, but that hasn't <laughs> stopped us yet. So Yeah, this podcast is going to bring you down, That's man. right, but you guys don't know what high school bring- I'm at, so uh, we're just going to keep that under wraps yeah. for now. <laughs> uh, you live in San Francisco, right? That's you right. You take the train down. And that, the com- every, long commute. Every day. Well, every podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh dude i was i was uh, i forgot about I, I had to check these itunes reviews and I, I enjoyed some of them uh actually all of them because i want you to review more and uh if you're listening thank you for the people that left the comments and for anyone that listened thank you and if you're a first-time listener please check out our old episodes we preview every con- we preview almost every con- conference so far and we're gonna preview all of them uh but we did ha- get some hilarious f- feedback on uh on on the iTunes comment selection. Uh if you want this is what Wee Tang. Ween Tang. 
And his, his statement is, where is Nick Velvet? But then he goes, if you want to listen to two stoners argue over the depth of Ball State receivers, then this podcast is for you. Could use more Nick Velvet, though. Uh, uh, let me interject real quick and say, a few years ago, two stoners would have been correct. Uh, two drunkards is still correct yeah. and has been correct uh, for far too long, but... Maybe we'll get into the stoner, but I feel like if we get into the stoner thing, this is just going to go off the fucking rails. I'll dabble. You know what I mean? Let's yeah. do this. You know, they got to live life, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, we're in Big 12. Uh, well, it would have been Pac-12. It's Colorado. Legal. It's legal here in California now. Yeah, see, Pac-12 would have been the podcast we should have done it on. But right. maybe we'll but bring it back. There you go, right? Uh, Pac-12 championship game will get fucking high as shit for it. There you go. The championship game? That's so in November, we're going to get high in November. <laughs> Uh, I, got, I like this other one. Uh, Money in the Bank, a half comedian, half Colorado fan that knows way too much about schools that don't matter, and is quitter of a partner break down college football. Though they are completely wrong about Jimbo Fisher, they are a must listen to when it comes to entertainment. Quitting is a relative term. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, 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 they went a little harsh on you. you I resigned. Quitter of, a, of a partner. I resigned from the football team. Yeah. Um, and Jimbo Fisher, I think we've gone over this ad nauseum at this point. <laughs> Overrated. <laughs> I mean, we've gotten great Twitter comments too. And I'm sorry, I'm just reading the the, the iTunes ones because I always forget to check the iTunes. And then when I see it, there's a bunch there, and I'm like, this is great. This is great. So uh, please, guys, if you're listening, uh, we're we're on Stitcher, we're on iTunes. You know, follow us at the SGP Network on Twitter. Uh, and, and you'll find our feeds from there. Uh, you can search, you know, Google, Google search sports gambling podcast network and all the college experience episodes should come up once you click on something sports co- podcast network related. And yes, now we move to the big 12 conference that has 10 teams. I got to say that every time, Pat, because it still cracks me up. That's the big, they, they, yeah. they, they, they just ran with it. Well, they couldn't right. go big 10 because that's already used. Well, here's the thing. The big 10 has been around since like 1910. And so that brand, you know, you don't want to just get rid of that. The big 12 had been around since what? 1996. Yeah. 96 was their first. You couldn't year. get yeah. rid of that brand. You couldn't just tweak it. Maybe well, you shouldn't have copied sh- the big fucking tens well, brand in the first place. No, no, no. Or they should have just picked up two teams. They should have picked up Cincinnati and Houston. Yeah. Or, Houston. or or Cincinnati and Memphis. BYU. BYU would have been actually no. I'd prefer them to take to leave Houston and Memphis because I think they're building a rivalry. Yeah. I would prefer BYU and uh Cincinnati. And to be honest, Cincinnati is not a great geographical fit, but well, it fits West Virginia. We yeah. hate Ohio State and I guess yeah. Well no, that would be the rival for West Virginia. That's West true. Virginia's right now like an odd man out. Right. You know what that's I mean? true. Like, that's true. So uh, anyway, with we, we we do these alphabetically. If you're a first time listener, we don't go in the in in the order that we think they're going to place in the Big Twelve. Obviously, because we're starting with Baylor, but um, we we go alphabetically. So with with that being said, the Baylor Bears. All right, Pat. Matt Rule enters year two in Waco after a nice one and eleven season. Mm. Had some competitive games though, right? Did. Uh, I think this team is going to be much better, but, uh, I mean, mainly last year they were starting a true freshman QB and, uh, Charlie Brewer. And, uh, you know, just that alone is big. You know what I mean? That, that you start a true freshman quarterback. So that means year two, there's going to be drastic 
drastic change. I think he's gotten, you know, he's gotten experience. Yeah, that's a, a huge, true, fr- true huge freshman. Thing. Yeah, that guy was playing against high school defenses a year before. Yeah, yeah. and uh, plus they return nine starters on offense. Uh, they also bring in Jalen Hurd, a Tennessee transfer that was a running back while he was in Knoxville. That is now a wide receiver, and he, and he's gotten rave reviews. Talk about a guy that seems like he's been in college football thirty for, years. Right, yeah. exactly. Remember, he recovered the fumble in the end zone that beat App State last year. No, two, two years, years ago. Two years ago. Good gosh! Remember, uh, uh, Dobbs fumbled into the end zone. That's right. And they would have lost the game if App State came up with it. And, Advanced the fumble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Horseshit. Uh, all right, but uh, they. I mean, look, they did the transfer route big time this year. They also brought in. Uh, a backup uh, grad transfer quarterback, Jalen McClendon from NC State, to give the, the QB position some depth. Uh, they got a Clemson offensive t- or left tackle. Uh, defensively, they're returning eight starters. They also had a Temple transfer, a Texas A&M transfer. They loaded up, and and look, they're returning seventeen starters, not including the transfers. So this is a really experienced team. Right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, now I look over to Las Vegas, or I look at mybookie.ag. And I see the over-under at six. Okay, now let's break these games down. If you're a first-time listener, we go in chunks of four. There's 12 games, three chunks of four. Here we go. First four games for Baylor. Home to Abilene Christian. At UTSA, which is University of Texas San Antonio. Out of the Sun Belt. I'm sorry, out of the Conference USA. And then home to Duke, home to Kansas. This is a favorable first four games. Yeah. Duke's getting a lot of hype. So you would think three and one because Duke's getting hype. But I think coming into Waco, Matt Rule might get some revenge. I could, I'm calling upset special. I'm going four and oh, Pat. Mm. I'm going four and oh. Your ACC is going down. Oh, it's, I guess it is my ACC. Um, four and oh. Look, I got him losing to Duke. Although, you know, when I, there it is. Crack that, <laughs> crack that Mexi beer. Um, the game. They were they were very good last year. The the one and eleven that might be the most deceptive one and eleven record I've ever seen. I agree. They lost to Oklahoma so, by so many eight close you know? games. So they many were in that. They were challenging Oklahoma throughout that game. That wasn't yeah. a counterfeit score. So uh, I believe in Matt Rule. What he did at Temple was amazing. Yeah, we both liked him back then. Yeah. So with that said, you got him at three and one. I got him at four and zero. Oh. I'm calling an upset on Duke. Okay. The, the next four at Oklahoma. That's a loss. Hardly anyone in the Big 12 wins in Norman, although Iowa State did last year. Um, home to Kansas State. Oh, man, that's I got that as a loss, I guess. I mean, I'm going to go with Snyder, but I think I wouldn't be surprised if they won that one. Sure. But I got it as a loss. So I'm going four and two at Texas. Loss. Mm-hmm. Then they get a bye week and they're at West Virginia. Loss. But I wouldn't be surprised if they were in that game. They might steal one of those, but I... Yeah, I'm favoring all the other teams so, in there. So, so I got them right now at four and four. Mm-hmm. Then they're home to Oklahoma State. Loss. You know, they're going to upset one of these teams, dude. So I, I don't know where to go here. I, I mean, obviously, loss. But at Iowa State, loss. Home to TCU, loss. Texas Tech and Arlington, I'm calling that as a win. This I'm team goes five and seven. Um, five yeah, and seven. They might, they might sneak an upset. Um, the over-under six, I think. I would not be surprised if they go bowling and go six and six. Right. But they're not for them to the, get to seven. The play, because we have them beating Duke. What happens if Duke wins that game? Yeah. The play here is the under, if, the you, under if, you're t- sure. if you're if you're betting it. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. We both agree, which means it's not as fun for you for the listener. Right. <laughs> and it means uh yeah. I have to drink this beer with a little extra bitterness in my there, mouth. There you go. Because you hate a green piece of shit. 
Uh, moving along. And I agree. Oh, I, there's a soft spot for me for this team because I'm a Matt Campbell fan, Pat, and I'm talking about the Iowa State Cyclones. Always been big on Iowa. Campbell for minute one. From minute I was, one, I was huge on him at Toledo. He was the head coach of Toledo when they went into Arkansas and beat them. He's legit. I believe in his he, dude. That guy sells a great package, man. You ever heard of his uh, post game or, or first or pregame talk to his team? No. Oh man, dude. I don't think there's any. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that there's any better that I've seen. Bold statement. I mean, talk about a guy who really like gets everything from his players. Hmm. Uh, he, he's like a Rudy Rudiger of coaches, Pat. That is a, an excessively bold statement. Yes. Yes. We're now talking about legendary status. You know. You know. I uh, have a buddy who's the. Uh, well, I actually haven't talked to him in a few years because he moved to Dallas, but he was the uh, assistant athletic director of TCU. That's why he moved to Dallas. Used to be a sports agent. And he worked with Rudy Rudiger, and he told me that he is the biggest pain in the ass. Right, I've heard yes, that. Yes, he's the most annoying motherfucker. He said he's such an uh, such an asshole, but hey, it's working out. I'd ride that. I mean, that's that's what the whole movie is about. Yeah, him being an annoying piece he's, of shit. Yeah, exactly. If anything, that just he's reflects, relentless. Right, he's relentless. That's right. <laughs> uh, okay, so Matt Campbell enters year three in 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 Ames, Iowa, eight and five last year. Pat in Ames with a win in Norman, that's Oklahoma. That's insane. A win in Norman, Oklahoma. No Props one wins where in they're Norman. Due. I mean, right? yeah, no one goes to Norman. I think they're here to stay. As long as Campbell's coaching Iowa State, I think they're a contender in the Big 12. A true resurgence. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a bold statement, I think, later. But I, I think they're a very much so contender in the Big 12. They wow. returned 12 starters on total, six on offense, including their senior quarterback, Kyle Kemp, and star running back, David Montgomery. Have you seen this kid Montgomery play? Uh... He is money in the bank, dude. Not remembering off the top of my head, but I, I remember they had playmakers all over the place dude, last year. So. They, I mean, they did lo- lose a Lazard at wide receiver who was a beast. He's in the NFL now. But David Montgomery, I might make the prediction here that I think, I think Montgomery is going to be better than Bryce Love. This guy is one of the, I'd say he's one of the top five running backs in the nation. Hey, I'm going to have to start watching this He guy. is a ball player. Uh Defensively, they return six starters, but they also add in a Tennessee and Ole Miss transfer or grad transfers in the defensive backfield. You know, so that's about eight starters then. Yeah. Eight starters. All right. Vegas sees the over-under at six and a half. I can tell you already, Pat, I believe in Matt Campbell. So without even me looking at the schedule, I said, this team's better than six and a half. They won eight last year. And I tell you, I got a huge upset brewing here. All right, they're home to South Dakota State, which is a great FCS school that makes the playoffs. The Jackrabbits, they make the, play, the FCS playoffs almost every year. Who beat North Dakota State, who has beaten the Big 12 probably. I think they have no, they have more FCS wins. Oh, no, they have more Big 12 wins than Kansas does the past five years. Right. Isn't that so, fucking crazy? So in, the, in that sense, North Dakota State is a mediocre Big 12 team at this point. And, uh, or at least, you know, yeah, yeah. Kansas, I put them in. Yeah. That's a, that's the 12th team. How about BYU and, and North Dakota state done? Yeah. Boom, move along. Right. That's right. <laughs> Throw them in there. Uh, I got them beating South Dakota state mainly because I, I, I believe, I believe South Dakota state beat them last time they came Ooh. to Ames. So I think it's going to be a little bit of a revenge match for, uh, for the cyclones. I think they get it done. And then an, an intriguing matchup. At Iowa, week two, and if you remember last year's game, I don't know if you saw last year's game. Last year's Iowa State game, Iowa State Ooh. was blowing them out. And Iowa came back, took the game to overtime. I mean, Iowa State, if you were watching that, Iowa State was dominating that game. 
I feel like that's one of those games that I'm always clicking in and out of, checking on the score here and there, and uh, it always ends close for the most part. Every now and yeah. then you'll get a blowout, but that game is always closer than uh, you But I really felt like Iowa State was a better team last year. They just really folded. They were learning how to win. Right. They were, they were com- both you know, good teams yeah. last year, but yeah. I agree. Iowa State was better. Well, and Iowa State was learning how to win. They didn't right. know how to win yet. The year yeah. before, they were 5-7. and seven. They were pushing for the bowl yeah. in, in, in Campbell's first year. They hadn't quite captured the, the mojo This is why I'm going to say they go into they go in to Kinnick and get the W. I got them a 2-0. and oh. You? I, I don't uh, – well, I think they're going to win that first game. I agree. <sighs> That's a really 50-50 game for me. I'm gonna put it at fifty fifty and check back with you on that. Oh, geez, what a what a I'm non-committal. And it's because what a I diplomatic have to... answer, right? <laughs> Jesus. Uh okay. So then they're home to Oklahoma. And this I'm... is ready for my bold statement? Yeah. They're gonna beat Oklahoma two years in a row. Oklahoma's got to come into Ames. Kyler Murray is not gonna be that experienced at that time. They're gonna win two years in a row against Oklahoma, and they're gonna put themselves in the driver's seat. For the rest of the Big 12 season. Here's why I disagree with you. Because when that it's a classic like sleeper game that Oklahoma slipped up on. And when Baker Mayfield started to turn it on late in the game, Oklahoma charged back, you know, and they just ran out of time, basically. But Baker Mayfield's on the Cleveland Browns now. He is, but the rest of that team, which is uh returning quite a few starters, is okay, going to remember but, that and going to have ass whipping of Iowa State on uh, the brain. Have you seen Ames, Iowa, and how loud they get. I, that is one of those, like, that's uh, one that I it, House of Horror kind of situation. And if you remember Oklahoma State and Texas and these teams that come into Ames, Ames is a tough W. It's a tough W. I guarantee you it will not be a blowout. Dude, every horror that will film not is be out a in blowout. the cornfield, so why not yeah. Ames be a little <laughs> right? nightmare scenario? Fucking Children of the Corn, I'm with you. Okay. That's right. <laughs> now, 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 no, I just completely disagree with you on the blowout. There were no, this game will not oh, be a blowout. I don't think it'll be a score The town blowout, will be but... lit up. They are ready for this game, more so than the Iowa game, I think. So, so I'm going to say they upset. I like them to upset Oklahoma more than I like their chances at Iowa. Okay. But either way, you got them winning both of those games. Well, right now I'm going 3-0. and It could be 2-1. and The Iowa game is like you. It's like that's a rivalry game. You kind of got to throw the record book out. Yeah. But uh, I, I think it's very capable they're 3-0. and I, I would not be shocked if they're three zero right there. Gosh, I got to decide on that Iowa game, don't I? You do. I'm going to favor Iowa State in that one. Okay, I got them two and one. I got them two and one. Then they're home to Akron. I think they get it done again. They went to Akron last sure. year. Kudos to them for going to, to Akron. Absolutely. And now Akron returns the favor, and I think they're going to blow out Akron. So I got them at four and zero or three and one with the Iowa game. But right now I got them at four and zero. Now things are going to get a little rocky. <laughs> Uh, at TCU, at Oklahoma State, I think those are two losses. Yeah. So I think they go from 4-0 and probably a top 15 team to out of the top 25, just like that. Just like that. But then they're home to West Virginia, and I think they beat West Virginia. So they're 5-2. and two. They get a bye as they prepare for Cliff Kingsbury's high-powered offense, and Texas Tech has to come to Ames on and I got them winning that. So I got them right there at six and two, Pat. Mm. Six and two. Here's the thing. Because I see Iowa as a 50-50 game and I see West Virginia a 50-50 game, and I gave them the win at, uh, at Iowa, I'm going to give them the loss to West Virginia. Ooh. It's just a kind of sum of uh, – So you have them at, I think, four and f- – or 
record, three and one. Yeah, four and four and four. Is four that and four. Yeah, four and four. Uh, so all they need is three wins for you. For me, they only need one. Uh, they're at Kansas. I got them winning that. Yep. Therefore, for me, I have them at seven and two. And then things get no, not yet. Home to Baylor. I got them at eight and two right there, Pat. Eight and two. They're on fire. They're number twelve in the country or something, right? I gave them those two wins too, so I think I got them at six wins there. Then they go at Texas and they lose. Sure. They lose and they go eight and three. And then they're home to K-State, and I think K-State does the Bill Snyder classic approach, comes into Ames and fucks them up. Mm. I think they, they, they're they too physical. And Iowa State's not ready for it. I think they go eight and four. I like the over. Matt Campbell's still a genius, and hopefully they win their bowl game and improve on their eight and five season. Uh, it's Bill Snyder's 92nd birthday. Yes. So Bill Snyder has... Pretty much became the movie Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> like, is he actually still breaking shit down, right. or is he, or, or, or is like all the town of Manhattan, Kansas, help helping to prop right, this guy up? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they have him on strings attached right. to the scoreboard. You the know what I mean? Stadium. Like, and they have like a, a a Hollywood prop guy with this clipboard <laughs> and stuff and his headset and stuff like that. Oh man, you know? Jeez, uh, sorry, I got my my friggin. Going, going crazy here, but uh, so look, I got him winning eight. You got him at what? I got him finishing with six. Give me the so under. Under. You really don't believe in this Matt Campbell guy. I like him, but I think the Big Twelve is a, is a tough cookie this year. You're gonna be wrong on that one. I, I think when it's all said and done, I think the Cyclones could be playing in the Big Twelve championship game. Well, certainly from a coaching standpoint, and an underrated amount of talent on that roster, but it's just such a vicious. Cycle in the Big 12 this year. That a vicious cyclone. A vicious cyclone. They are a vicious <laughs> cyclone, aren't they? You know who else is a vicious cyclone, Pat? Who Who's a vicious cyclone, Cole? Uh, my bookie, right? The college experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by my bookie. Sign up over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP100 to claim your 100% deposit bonus today. You know what it is, Pat? You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. Cha-ching. Just beautiful, flawless. The guys are going to thank me on that one. Uh, next up, we're talking, you want to talk great football? You want to talk historical teams, Pat? Great alumni, Gail Sayers, John Riggins. Uh, the corner on the, the corner that got traded to the Rams. Uh, what's his name? Talib? Talib? Talib Kweli? No. no. Wait, uh, what the fuck Talib are you Akib? Talib Akib Talib. Akib Talib. God, okay. Talib, Talib. Apparently, <laughs> Jesus. Not that memorable. Of, no, he's a stud cornerback. I'm just being retarded right now. The Pacifico alumni. is winning. Uh, Kansas, what are you talking about? Gail Sayers and John Riggins? Well, there's that. Okay. Hey, hey, who's your team? James Madison. Or Virginia? Do they have a better backfield of their alumni? You think Tiki Barber and who? Charles Way? I can't actually make that claim. Thomas Jones would have been. You think that's better than Gail Sayers and John Riggins? Okay, so they have two random that's studs. About. That's what I'm talking about, buddy. Don't you don't you talk shit about all those right. Jayhawks, all right? Sorry, sorry Kansas. <laughs> uh, okay, Kansas Jayhawks. David Beatty enters his fourth year in Lawrence, and he's coming off, of, once again, just a beautiful 1-11 season, Pat. Mm. Let me tell you something. You, you know, the Browns have Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackson, <laughs> not the actor. Hugh Jackson. 
uh, as the head coach who's one in 31 in two seasons and he's not fired. And, you know, I think on the previous episode, we kind of brought up like, that's an amazing, like, that's amazing. Marty Schottenheimer got fired for going 14 and two and losing in the championship or AFC championship. Yeah. And Hugh Jackson is one in 31 in two seasons. And the coast is clear. Yeah. (laughs) They're Uh, building the future around him. (laughs) And in that, in that light, David Beatty, three years in Lawrence, Kansas, is three and 33. Woo! Good Lord. Woo! <laughs> That's special. I'm going to go ahead and say he needs a big year because, you know, not only the three and 33, Kansas also, about a month ago, hired a new athletic director. And I, I think the first thing you do when you sit down as, a, as an athletic director, you sit down and you review how your football team has been playing and you look and you see three and 33 and you go, what the fuck? How is that possible? Right? Right. Like how did they, they didn't fire after year two? <laughs> right. Especially considering the, you know, within the past decade, they went to a BCS game right. and didn't they beat a uh, Virginia yeah, tech? They went 12 and one with a win over Virginia tech. And they were also going to other bowl games, but they fired their coach for cursing that fat, ugly, cool coach. <laughs> <laughs> like that save. Right. Right. Uh, you know what he looks like, Mangino? Where's he at? He was at Youngstown State, but he got fired. He was at Iowa State as their OC. He got fired. I don't know where. I don't know Maybe where he's he at just now. curses a lot. There's nothing wrong with that, all right? Yeah, it, 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 dude. He's you know what? That's just bad timing in life. That's true. If Kansas. He, they, they, if he had been like two decades before his, you know, like Earl Weaver decades, that's right. like it goes hand in hand. Money. You know what I mean? Right. Bobby Knight. You know, it's the same thing. You know who he looks like. You ever play that Nintendo video game ice hockey where you choose like the skinny, the medium, or the fat guy? Of course. He's like the completely round fat guy. And I agree, and I think it's absolutely hilarious because I wonder, we should do a poll. We should do a Twitter poll. How many people know what the fuck you're talking about about this ice hockey game for Nintendo? I know exactly what you're talking about because it was a glorious game. I actually thought, fantastic game. A lot of the Nintendo sports games are better than current games. Oh, yeah. Couple buttons. Give me a couple buttons yeah. where I can fucking. I don't have to use seven fingers to control. And maybe we're showing our age here, but I still. I mean, I know you agree with me here because we are huge Tecmo Super Bowl junkies. We have played in Tecmo Super Bowl tournaments. Oh yeah, and uh, I think it's the best football game of all time. We're definitely on a wild tangent here. Yeah, but agreed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Colby and I played an entire season against. Well, each let other me tell you something. When so. you're previewing a team that's been three and thirty-three the past three uh, three years. You have to come up with some filler, don't you? You gotta, you gotta be like, well, who do, who's good on their team? Oh, let's talk about Tecmo Super Bowl, right? right? <laughs> Those Niners were nasty in Tecmo Bowl. No, yeah. uh, uh, anyway, okay. So, get this, Pat. Big mm-hmm. year for Beatty, former uh, wide receiver coach of Texas A&M. He returns nineteen starters, tied, mm. tied, I believe, for most in the nation. So is there light at the end of the tunnel for Beatty? Does he have a fifth year at coming? That's got to yield some serious he results. He brings back both quarterbacks, Carter Stanley and former Washington State QB Peyton Bender. They add in a Florida State grad transfer at tight end and Marvin Sanders, and they return 10 defensive starters. MyBookie.ag and the rest of Las Vegas has the over-under at three, Pat. Three. Here's the hard part. <laughs> you break down the schedule. Mm-hmm. Three fucking wins, Pat. What does it take for Beatty to get his job back? You think if he goes three and nine, they get his job back? Because that would be their best season in like five years. Mm, maybe. Maybe. I mean, baby steps, Kansas. <laughs> okay. So week one, they play Nichols State, who happens to be 
an FCS playoff team last year. Oh man. Why do they that do this to themselves? Well. Why would they do this to themselves? I'm going to give them the W because I think you're returning 19 starters. You got two quarterbacks that are solid. You're bringing in a Florida state grad transfers. You're almost, you're almost bringing back 20 players essentially because Florida, Florida state yeah, grad transfers gotta, experienced. Yeah. If you have 20 FCS quality players or FBS quality players coming back, you should beat nickel state. I nickel agree. State. So, so uh, I'm going to give them the win there. And then they go, <laughs> their schedule maker is just hilarious. Right. Look, I commend power five schools for playing uh, road games against the group of five. However, knowing Kansas is rough patch of six or seven years, <laughs> ever since Charlie Weiss and Turner Gill, I would try to avoid road games, especially against <laughs> successful Strong, programs. Yeah. yeah. Successful group programs of, of the group of five. They play at, at Central Michigan week two. I mean, I think we on the Mac podcast predicted Central Michigan to win that game. Even though I said maybe it's a 50-50 game. Central Michigan is replacing a ton, but the game is at Central Michigan. It's a loss. I think it's a loss too. I think it's a loss too. I mean, look, it's a 50, it's like 51% Central Michigan, Let's 49 Kansas. Get past Kansas. Okay. Because they okay. fucking suck. They are uh, that's a 50-50 game against Rutgers. Right, I would favor Rutgers because it's in uh, New Brunswick, and also Rutgers kind of. I think a- that's actually in uh, in Kansas. Oh, you're right. Actually, I'm sorry. I'm reading this retarded. It is in Lawrence, Kansas. But I, dude, Rutgers. They actually showed me something towards the end of the year last year. They getting better. I'm not gonna lie. I haven't seen enough of Rutgers. To I make think it. they have a better chance of beating Central Michigan than they do Rutgers. So I'm gonna go ahead and say. Well, I'm gonna give that. No, you know what? Man. I'm gonna switch this. I'm gonna say they beat Central Michigan. No, I'm calling for an upset. No. <laughs> then they're home against Rutgers. They lose to Rutgers. They're two and one. They play at Baylor and they lose at Baylor. They're two and two in the first four, Pat. You got them at what? One and three? This team's going one and 11 again. No. Okay. Maybe two and 10. Next, okay. next four, home to Oklahoma State at West Virginia. Those are both losses. They get a bye week to prepare for a road game in Lubbock against Cliff Kingsbury. They're going to lose that. Then they're home to TCU. They're going to go in four there. So I got them right there at two and six. The next, four, what do you have them at? You have them at one and you have them at one and seven. There's no way you have them at one. Okay. The next four, they're home. To, that Rutgers game is a toss up. They're home to Iowa state. They're at Kansas state. They're at Kansas and they're home to Texas. This team's going two and 10. Beatty's going to work at the local grocery store. <laughs> and Pat, you have them at one and 11. Yep, thereabouts. 111, okay. 2 and 10, right in that range. Either way, it's the under. Yes. You know what's funny about Kansas? Supposedly, recently, they just invested a shit ton into facilities at like millions and millions of dollars to try and keep up with the rest of the Big 12 schools and like make a power move. It's like. Was that the basketball facilities or was that the football facilities? <laughs> no, that was the football facilities. Wow. wow. They were like supposed to be making like an indoor practice facility for them and whatnot. Well, that's what happens when you fire a successful coach for cursing at your players. I mean, come on. You got to come up with the come on, guys. answers another way. Come on. You're in Kansas. You're in Lawrence fucking Kansas. Take some right? of that basketball money. Yeah. And invest it elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. So moving along. All right, Pat. I think this next team is near and dear to our hearts. We got if here? you're a football fan, I think it should be near and dear to your, to anyone's heart if of you course. like football. Short of being a Kansas fan, we are talking about the Kansas State Wildcats. Oh, man. Bill Snyder, weekend at Bernie's. Bernie Lomax is back for his 27th season in Manhattan, Kansas. <laughs> Whew, that's a long stretch. 
Last year they went eight and five. You know why? Because Bill Snyder knows what the fuck he's doing, right? And well, this year they returned 13 starters, eight on offense, including some great quarterback depth between Skyler Thompson and Alex Delton. Thompson started the bowl game. Delton finished it, so I'm assuming Delton will be the starter since he was MVP of that bowl game. Defensively, they're only returning five, but classic Bill Snyder move, bringing some Juco transfers. Now, Vegas has the over-under at six, Pat. Six. I can tell you right from the start, I don't see Bill Snyder as a six-win coach, Pat. He could be 150 years old. I don't see him as a six-win coach, Pat. I'm, 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 I'm with you, buddy. The guy wins games and it's and look not all of his games ever but i'm just saying that the point is is that this team i feel like is always slept on because you look at the talent and you're like they're not that talented but but they find a way and they're the only team in the big 12 that does not belong in the big 12 when you when you study style of football right everyone else has has changed their ways you know what kansas state does they stay the same way they don't spread you out they will do Kansas belongs in the Kansas state or Kansas state belongs in the 1960 NFC central. <laughs> <laughs> you love it. A lot of quarterback draws and, 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 and not, not, not even, actually and... not even quarterback draws, quarterback sweeps. Right. I, I, you remember that game? And I remember playing Madden and the quarterback sweep was like one of the worst plays. Oh yeah. And Tecmo. That, yeah. Only one player could pull it off. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, Bill, yeah, Bill Snyder just is a big believer in it. They, they just have an old school offense. It's, it's very simple, but, you know what? I believe in this guy's coaching philosophy. I think it wins. They, they're great on special teams. They don't turn the ball over much. And that's a formula for winning, Pat. That's right. You know, another coach that just went with the old school uh, was Bud Foster. Runs a super old school defense. Everyone else, and, and you know, yeah. Paul Johnson with the offense. Like, yeah. Everyone else evolves, and then no one remembers how to defend or yeah. you know, play exactly, against man. these old school teams. I mean, teams. K-State passes the ball, but they don't pass like a Big 12 team. Right. They not not at all. They, yeah, they'll they'll have like they'll have game. like sixteen passes a game. Right. And the Big Twelve, the rest of the Big Twelve have like fifty five passes a game. Right. All right. So over unders at six. Let let's let's go through the schedule here, Pat, because I I sit there and I'm like, there's no way, there's no way, right? Right. Home to South Dakota. That's not South Dakota State. They're going to win that game mm-hmm. in Manhattan, Kansas. All right. Now week two. Oh man, Pat, I I'm high on this Mississippi State team. Mississippi State travels to Manhattan, Kansas. <laughs> the hard part here is. Manhattan, Kansas is a tough W. You remember Auburn a couple of years ago? I think they went. They might have went to the national championship that year. This they is Stark beat. Vegas versus yes. the Little Apple. Yeah, the Little Apple. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I initially penciled in a loss because one of the things about Snyder's teams that strike me is I feel like they struggle early on. Mm. Yeah. And by by like week like five or six, they catch on, and you don't want to play that. Upset. You don't want to play that team then yeah. because that's when they really catch on. Right. So I went with Mississippi State here. Then I got them home against or their home against UTSA. I got them as a win at West Virginia. I think that's a loss. Although I would not be shocked if Snyder pulled that off because the contrast in styles. I could see them winning that game. I got them at two and two to start the first four. Look, I think. Mississippi State is probably more talented. I think that Nick Fitzgerald in that system with, uh, was it Moorhead mm-hmm. running it? I mm-hmm. think that's a nice fit for them. Like I, like we've discussed They got before. one of the best defensive lines in the country, Mississippi State Mississippi does. Mississippi State yeah. does? Okay. So that's a real 50-50 game. And matter of fact. Actually, I think why that really favors Mississippi State is when you have Kansas State who does not really throw the ball very yeah. efficiently. If you can penetrate 
If you can, yeah, exactly. Now I will say, this crowd will be lit. I lit went to AF. I went to a Kansas State at Texas game two years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Or or three years ago, two or three. Uh, more Kansas State fans. This Charlie Strong era, and granted, they were they were not terrible, but Kansas State fans showed up deep. In force. Was that that rainstorm? Yes. That one was crazy. Yes. And, uh, I mean, the, the Kansas State lost that game, but I was really impressed with the turnout. So, yeah. I imagine Manhattan, Kansas. I already, I always knew it was a tough place to get a W. Yeah. But, I, I, I mean, I still went with Mississippi State based on the talent. I got them at 2-2 two and two after the first four. What do you got them at? Shoot. Shoot, buddy. It's tough. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put them at 3-1. and one. I think they okay. get that win. Okay. Uh, next four. Home to Texas. That's... The win that I have, Pat. That's the win that I have. Last year, they lost in Austin in overtime. This year, it's in Manhattan. Revenge, 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 Pat. That's really tough. Um, At a glance, I'm going to give that one to Texas because I think they're just going to be vastly improved. I still think, you know what? They know Texas better than they know Mississippi State. That's why I like them to beat Texas and not Mississippi State. All right. I got them at three and two there. Then they're at Baylor. That is a very dangerous game for me. I think they could easily lose that one, mm-hmm. but I got them winning it. I got it at, at like fifty-five uh, percent. Yeah, but uh, I got them right there. So uh, six and two, or four and two at that point. Yeah, we're both four and two. Then they're home to Oklahoma State. If they don't beat Texas, they're going to beat Oklahoma State. I'm going to say that right there. They're going to win one of those two. Okay. So I'm going to right now since I gave the win against Texas, I'm going to give that a loss there. Um, if anything, it might be the roles reversed. Because I know Texas plays four home games, I think, to start the season. Ah. Or no, no, they don't. They play at Maryland. I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, but regardless, so I'm giving that an L then. And then they get a buy and they're at Oklahoma. They get another L. So I got them going two and two there. So I got, once again, they're four and four through eight. So I'm on pace with, with Vegas. I got them going one and three there. I think they take the L. Against Texas at home because Texas is going to be that much but better. But we still have them at the record then of, one, of four and four. Four and four. Yeah. Yep. So then the 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 last four at TCU, that's an L. Even though I would not be shocked if they won that game. Mm-hmm. Home to Kansas is a win. Home to Texas Tech is a win. And like I told you before, I think they steal one from Iowa State. So I got them going three and one in the final four. I got them at a nice seven and five and the over because Bill Snyder does not do six and six very often. <laughs> And if I had to predict their schedule, I think they're going to lose at, at Iowa State, which puts them at 6-6. Six and six. But like Colby said, Bill Snyder just finds a way to win. So if I had to lean one way or the other on history, like Colby said, we're going over. They're going to beat one team they shouldn't beat. Of course. Every year, it's they can do that. Bill Snyder's yeah. magical touch. Well, another thing is I think for Big 12 teams, they're not used to teams that can just sit there and run the ball and run the clock. And right. great special teams. Snyder's teams always block punts. Always have great kick returners. You remember uh, uh, Aaron Lockett or or Lockett the guy now, uh, the other Lockett, Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett. They Tyler. had they've had three Lockets. I mean, I, I started watching college football. They had That's Kevin right. Lockett. You know what I mean? The the wide receiver. It's like an uncle, yeah. like in there. But I'm saying they always had Sproles. They always have special team play that is nasty. Yeah. You know what I mean? So so they always have athletes at quarterback that like you wouldn't think they'd be able to get in Manhattan, Kansas. Well, their Juco transfers a lot. Snyder really Snyder wrote the blueprint. You know, they were the, the worst program in the history of like winning percentage wise before he took over them. Right. <laughs> I did not know that. I'm talking about in college football. The worst ever. Yes. It's crazy. He took them over and he, that's why he's such a legend. All right. My knowledge of Kansas state football, when I dig into the history of, 
college football, Kansas State hasn't been one of the teams that I've d- dug into too much. I just always figured they'd be at least. I knew that Bill Snyder took them up, up a notch. I didn't realize they were that bad. Oh no, they were terrible, dude. Yeah, I mean they have uh, they were they they were like Kansas the past five years for like forty years. Okay, that's why he's such a legend. Poop. Uh, okay, moving along. There's the the next team is this team you might have heard of called the uh, the Oklahoma Sooners. But before I dive into the Oklahoma Sooners, I want you to know that the college experience is brought to you by Odd Shark. Head over to oddshark.com to find free picks from their supercomputer and expert writing staff, as well as betting stats and trends that simply you won't find anywhere else. Follow them on Twitter at oddshark and visit them at www.oddshark.com. You just, you know, you got to do it guys. Oddshark, Jerry Tarkanian, think Jerry Tarkanian, you know, uh, back to Oklahoma, the Oklahoma Sooners, Lincoln Riley, who, He's back for his second year in Norman Patton. He didn't disappoint in year one, going 12-2 and two and losing to Georgia in the college football invitational. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great year for Riley in year one. Of course he did it. I knew he had it in it. You know why? Because he's got he's ECU blood, all right? Mm. He's got ECU coaches on that staff. That ECU team that would go into Blacksburg. That, that ECU you pedigree know, of national championship level coaches. That's what I'm fucking talking <laughs> about. Well, ECU, look. ECU happened to actually play the real national championship last year. Real the national champion. Champion, I mean. Yeah. They, were, they weren't in the national championship last year. Well, there was no national after championship. After going to intent. There was no national championship. True. Uh, but we played the national championship. Did, did, did Alabama play the national champion? No, they didn't. Boom. Central, Boom. Florida, Golden Knights. Golden, by the way. Fuck that bullshit about Knights. Just, they're just the Knights now. No, Golden Knights. Golden okay. as fuck. Exactly. Lincoln Riley is back though, and I, I'm I'm loving it. I'm loving what he's doing. He's got he's got my guy on staff. You know what I mean? He's got oh, everyone. He's got he's got he's got like five or six different you know connections to the old East Carolina University. That's why I'm sort of an Oklahoma fan now, Pat. But okay, Baker Mayfield's gone. He's on the Cleveland Browns. HBO Hard Knocks is about to show the shit show that is the Cleveland Browns. Huh. They ret- uh, Oklahoma returned six starters on offense. But they got it. They're breaking in a new starter and quarterback, Kyler Murray, the Texas A&M transfer, who was a high, high, high recruit, and he was also a high, high, high draft pick from the Major League Baseball world of the Oakland Athletics. He signed, I think it was a five million dollar contract. And I always wonder how that works, NCAA rules wise. I remember as a Colorado fan, Jeremy Bloom was a skier, and he got disqualified in his, I think, his sophomore year from Colorado football because he was skiing with endorsements. But right. yeah, Kyler Murray just signed a five million dollar baseball contract with the Oakland A's. I wonder if that's like a guaranteed contract or if he has to like uh maybe they put the money in the back end of the con- I don't I don't I don't I understand. I think it's probably he has to like play for it to like Okay. But even still, like just to sign. Yeah. You would think Well, he was like a top ten pick in the draft. Kyler Murray right. was a top ten pick in the major league in that's the major crazy. league baseball draft. So we got an athlete here. We got a Dion, a Neon Dion, Pat. Mm. Uh Oklahoma also returns their their stud of a running back, Rodney Anderson. And they return six starters on defense. Now I look over at that win total and I see 10. Can Lincoln Riley do it again, Pat? Can he use that East Carolina pedigree? Can he dive mm. deep into Ernest Biner and, and, and Chris Johnson and, and Carl Esther Crumpler? You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and just. Those are all in the same category. Really, sure. really pull it out. Jairus McPhail. You know what I mean? <laughs> um. He's got the pedigree. He's got that purple and gold in his blood, Pat. So he's going to find a way to make 10 happen, right? 10? I mean, look, Oklahoma's 
a 10-win season in Norman is standard to, to disappointing, you know? And so you have to lean in and say probably, but I don't know. I, looking at it, I, I actually have my doubts. Okay, so we break down the schedule here. Real quick, how much is Baker Mayfield uh, enjoying the Johnny Manziel comparisons after after his CFL experience? Yeah, which was what yesterday or two days. Yeah, ago? nice, nice four interception game against the Hamilton Tiger Cats, which is actually the team Manziel was traded from. So not only not only is that bad because he threw four picks, he threw four picks against a defense he practiced against every day for the past couple of months, and he threw those four picks all in the first half. Wow. Yeah, that's right. He did get benched. Good luck, Cleveland Browns. He did get benched, and yeah, I, I actually am a believer in May- Baker Mayfield, but I was not a believer in the Browns drafting him because it kind of ruins my projection of him being good. Right. The, more, the Browns hurt him more than he's hurt. Like, I thought no, he would have been absolutely. a good quarterback. His career is over just from that pick. Right. Uh, okay, so over-unders at 10, first four games. Home to Florida Atlantic and Lane Kiffin. I got that as a dub. I know you do, too. Mm-hmm. Then they're home to Chip Kelly. And the UCLA Bruins, that's a dub. Then they're at Iowa State. And I think there's something about the Cyclone team that is going to, Lane Kiffin's going to come back next year and say, damn it, we're going to circle that Iowa State game in 2019 because mm-hmm. I, w- I need to beat those guys. So I got them losing that one. I got them at 2-1. and one, And then they're home to Army. I think they're going to beat the tar out of Army. And they're going to be 3-1 and one in the first four, Pat. You got them at 4-0, I take it, because you disagreed with my Iowa State prediction. Uh, you know it. All right. 4-0. Then they're home to Baylor. That's the win. I got them at four and one there. Then they play the good old Red River rivalry. Red River shootout. Let's get it right. Yeah, sorry. Something, something like Keep that. Keep it gangster up yes. in here. Don't don't give into this they alliteration. Go to Dallas, Texas. PC yeah. bullshit. That's true. That's a good point. Red River shootout. Dallas, uh, Texas. They play Texas. I think the Longhorns are gonna bite them. Herman's ready for this one. I think this year. Herman gets the dub, and they go. They well, they get a bye week. Then they're at TCU. I think they beat TCU. They rebound because they get a bye week to think about the Texas loss. They beat TCU. I got them right there at six and two after eight weeks of football. Pat. Well, let me tell you what, Colby. The folks in Norman aren't going to like this, but you're going with the Horn. We're going losing streak alert. Because they're going to lose to both Texas at the Texas State Fair and at TCU. Two weeks in a row in Dallas, two losses. Go back to Oklahoma and lick your wounds. And then after that, they get Kansas State at home. So, like we said, we have that as a win. I got them at six and two. You got them at five and three. No, no, no you have them at six, six and two, and two as, well. as well. Okay. Yep. So then they go at Texas Tech, which is a scary game. Texas Tech beat Texas last year. I don't know, really. I mean, Oklahoma's going to win that game, I think, but that that one that's one that I circle and go, I don't know. You know what I mean? That's a sleeper game. At Texas Tech? Yeah. Oklahoma's going to win that game. We're going to get to Texas Tech in a minute. Okay. I, okay. But I'm going to give it to them. I'm going to give them – Oklahoma's going to get the dub there. Mm-hmm. All right? Seven and two. Home to Oklahoma State, eight and two. Oklahoma State's having a down year a little bit. Home to Kansas, nine and two. At WVU. That – is the one that I'm gonna give him an L. You're giving him the L. I'm so tempted because no, I'm not. I'm taking Oklahoma. Morgan, they go ten and two. Actually, if I got a pick, I'm gonna go an under. I'm gonna go nine and three. I'm I'm right on board. Yeah. And that last four between Oklahoma State, that trip to Lubbock could be a little sleeper. Maybe looking forward to the Bedlam game. Yeah, yeah. And then at West Virginia, let West Virginia be motivated. Let 
West Virginia have a chance at the Big yeah. 12 title and see how see how much those fucking Sooners enjoy Morgantown. Most people, I feel like, in the country don't know what Morgantown yeah. is. Houses I, are lit on fire. I've been to Morgantown. You've I've been, been to Morgantown. Morgantown. Yeah. That was, look, I partied at JMU. Oh, no, that this was is a great crazy story. party school. Didn't you see Pac-Man Jones at a bar or something? No, that's probably someone else, but a lot of people did. <laughs> I thought I have, I have a friend somewhere <sighs> that ran into Pac-Man Jones Let me give bar. you a couple of okay. snippets of that uh, trip to Morgantown. Uh, walking through the parking lot, we were down by, I want to say, like 46 to 7 in the fourth quarter, JMU versus West Virginia. I screamed, JMU, what? Jokingly, a fucking hailstorm of beer cans and beer bottles were thrown in my direction. <laughs> I had to, like, run out of the fucking parking lot. Uh, what else? Um, guy got held up by gunpoint, uh, like, on a couple balconies down from us. The police came. The dude ran through the... Bro- I went into... Ran, ran through the what? Ran through someone's yard, escaped. Okay, Didn't okay, even get okay. caught. Um, sorry, it was trailed off there. Um, went... This is the best part. Went into... a. Uh, Random house party, old fifty year old like aunt of one of the um, the hostess. Sorry, uh, <laughs> drinking. We're all drinking jungle juice out of the little bin, right? She dips from her fanny pack one of her tampons that she keeps in there out, sucks the jungle juice out of it, and throws it across the room and hits me in the fucking face with it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was like the worst but best. I'm moment becoming of my life. a what a more more and more of a West Virginia fan. Oh as you my talk god, it's now. a crazy fucking place. I mean, I've been there too, and I'll tell you, it's it's a shitstorm of a place. Uh, they get they do get lit for their uh, for their football games. Yeah, I mean, think like Trump rally times ten. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like couches uh, burning everywhere. Yes, couches burning. That's why it was so great when East Carolina beat him under Skip Holtz. But uh, okay. Now we move along to, so we both agree on the under. I'm yeah. going nine and three on Oklahoma. I'm saying it's yeah. a 10 and two season, but if I had yes, to take. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I, I like 10 and two, and I had, if I had to take, I would take, I would take uh, nine and three. Oklahoma State, the Cowboys. One of our favorites. I'm a man. I'm 40, Pat. <laughs> it's not that far away for us. Gosh, that's a, such a great line. <laughs> that is a great such line. A, that's, I don't know that there'll ever be a press conference like that. Right. Gundy is interview magic. Mike Gundy is back for his, Mike Gundy and his mullet is back for his 14th year at the helm. Although his athletic director this offseason gave him some shit, Pat, they gave him some shit saying he needs to recruit better. Mm. Huh? You remember Oklahoma state before Mike Gundy? He didn't I, have I, the proper recruitments. Yeah. <laughs> Go George W on him. He didn't have the proper recruitments to get it done. Right. <laughs> I, if there is a coach that really gets shit on more Boone Pickens gave him a hard time. Dude, this That's guy. That's tough. Dude, he, he wins super like super booster. You look at his. You look at Gundy's resume. I want to say he has one losing season in fourteen years, right? Yeah. And good. He's got like ten double digit. I, I don't. I, I don't know this factually, but I was looking at it like a couple, like a month ago, yeah. and it's like he has like ten double digit win seasons, and it's like, what more do you expect out of Stillwater, Oklahoma? Right. You fucking asshole. Just because you're throwing money at something doesn't mean you're just gonna fucking well. Or, LSU or wanted him. I mean. Uh, Teams wanted him. He he said, "I'm a cowboy." He played at Oklahoma State. Right. I love that this off season when everyone thought he was going to leave because of the Boone Pickens thing. Right. He goes, "I'm a cowboy for life." Yeah, dope. God, I love him. And then for that athletic for that athletic director to say that about him, oh man, I think Gundy should charge in his Some offense. Serious backstabbery and, going and, on and there. give him a give him a nice knuckle sandwich, Pat. You know what I mean? <laughs> man, that send that a- send, send that asshole seaworthy. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> 
All right. So Oklahoma State, they, now they are in a transition year. They're only returning five offensive starters, but they do bring back their star running back, Justice Hill. Quarterback-wise, we got a little competition going on between grad transfer Drew Brown from Hawaii and Oklahoma, Oklahoma State's own Taylor Cornelius. I hear Cornelius is penciled in as a starter, but I don't know that to be 100% true. Defensively, they're bringing back seven, so the defense is still solid. Vegas has the over-under at eight, Pat. Okay, breaking down the first four. Home to Mississippi or I'm sorry, home to Mississippi State. Home to Missouri State out of the FCS. That's a win. Home to South Alabama, the Jaguars. That's a win. Home to Boise State. Ooh, I don't know about that. And then home to Texas Tech. I think they're either three and one or four and four and zero oh here. Do you do you have them beating Boise? I got them four and zero. Oh. I think I I think I do too. Look, uh, I, I had to favor Oklahoma State like fifty two percent. Yeah, Boise, it's 48. right there. It's right there. I, I that game scares me though, man. But I, I got them at four and zero. Oh then that's great to have four home games to start your season. That means they're Seriously. not playing a road game until October when they take on the Kansas Jayhawks. <laughs> five and zero. Oh. Five and zero. Oh. Then they're home to Iowa State. Six and zero. Oh. Six and zero. Oh. They're going to be a top 15 team, Pat. Then they oh, go, yeah. then they go, you know what? Remember how we were just previewing Kansas state and I said, Texas is going to be the team to lose in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. I correct myself. I think it's going to be Oklahoma state because Manhattan's going to get up because okay. State's going to be a top 10 team mm-hmm. and they're going to come into Manhattan and Bill Snyder's going to say, Hey, I'm 90 years old and I still will punch you in the fucking face, Pat. <laughs> and they're going to win that game. They could. So they're going to go six and one there. And then there's a bye week, and they're home to Texas. And I think Texas is going to win that game. They go six and two. What do you have them at through the first eight? Man, I uh, you know I don't think I broke this down like to the nth degree, but they're definitely going to go over. I'm pretty sure. But I think they're seven and one through eight. Okay. Yeah. Then they're at Baylor, which I think they get that dub. Mm-hmm. So I have them at seven and two. At Oklahoma, which is a loss, seven and three. Home to West Virginia, which I think they get the W. Mm-hmm. That's a shootout, by the way. That's 67 to 62. <laughs> right. Eight and three. Right? That's eight, right? Yep. Eight for me. And then at TCU, where I think they get a loss, eight and four. So, but I have to pick on one side of this. And if I have to pick on one side of this, Pat, I'm going to go with my guy, Gundy. I'm going to go over. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm taking the over as well. I got him nine and three. If not better, the schedule sets up so nicely. In all honesty, they can be nine. But if they lose the Boise, actually, you know what? I'm going to go with the under. Take I'm the sorry. Under. I'm going just because that boy. If Boise wins that game, They're I got five. them at seven and five. Okay. All I'm saying it's is, it's tough I, to go away from Gunner. They though. could be nine and zero oh going into Norman. That's true. It's very true. Very true. Uh, that's a, that's actually to me the if you're betting this, I think you're a moron because I think that's a very hard bet based on their schedule and based on. The over and the under there. Right. On yeah. a lot of those games. Yeah. Wouldn't touch it either. Moving along, we have the Texas Christian Horned Frogs. TCU, if, that, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Gary Patterson is back for his 18th year in Fort Worth. Wow, it's been 18 years. Man, I'm old. <laughs> I remember the days of Dennis Franchon. I remember there, who was there before that. I don't remember. I remember they had a quarterback named Max Naki, I believe. It's pulling. Uh, from the, from the early 90s, Pat. From the depths yeah. of the Danta base. Uh, this year, they are only returning five offensive starters, and they're breaking in a new quarterback in Sean Robinson, but he got some PT. He started a game last year, showed some flashes. Defensively, they're only returning six. 
But they got a couple grad transfers coming in out of some small schools like Northern Illinois and Louisiana Monroe. It's Gary Patterson, Pat. He's one of the best coaches. He's a top 10 coach in the country. Can we agree to that? Yeah, maybe top five. Yes. And 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 Vegas says seven and a half. And when I first saw that, it's almost like the Bill Snyder thing. I go, this guy's going to win more than it's seven a and a half games. Yes. And then I go through the schedule. It's the first four. Home against Southern from the SES. That's a win at SMU. That's a huge win. <laughs> huge, because they're both in Dallas. Uh, <laughs> home to Ohio State in Arlington. In Jerry's world. Mm. That game's much more winnable today than it might have been, say, uh, say a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with a loss still because Ohio State on paper is better, but mm. I would not be shocked if they beat Ohio State there, Pat. You know what? Let me say this. If Ryan Day is on the sideline and uh, Urban Meyer is, is gone, fucking sitting at his desk somewhere. I agree, actually. Then I think I'm TCU Patterson. wins that yeah. game. Yeah. So uh, right now, Meyer's still there. He's going to fight this thing. So I'm going to give it to Meyer. I'm going to, especially if Meyer comes back, he's going to want this game bad. Mm. So I would say Ohio state at the moment is a W for Ohio state. So I got about two and one. Then they're at Texas. I got them losing at Texas. They're two and two. Okay. Well, I'm assuming that Meyer won't be back at that moment. What, last. Oh, okay. Cause you think he's, he's, I think he might take a year suspension. I think they're going to do some bullshit. Like, Oh, we're going to like, Train him on, you know. Yeah, he's gonna watch a bunch and, of those videos. Yeah, right? and then sit. they're gonna watch him clean. Yeah, they're gonna it's be like getting a driving ticket, and they take they have you take yeah. that class. Slap the wrist, yeah. right? Exactly. That's they'll, they'll they'll do some PR bullshit, even though they really are telling him keep doing what you're doing and winning us games. Um, I so see. You, them, so you see three and one. Then. I see three and one there. Okay. With the one loss being at Texas, right? Yeah. Then they're home to Iowa State. I think they get that. Mm-hmm. I got them at three and two. They get a bye week before they're home to Texas Tech, four and two. Then they're home to Oklahoma, Pat. I went OU, but I don't feel good about that. Buddy, give me the Horn Frogs once again. Gosh, I don't like the The Big 12 is really hard. So I got them at, yeah, two and two. And then I got them at three, four, four and three right there. And then they're at Kansas, five and three through eight. I got them at five and three. And then. So what do you have at five, uh, through eight? What do you have at? I got them at seven and one. Wow. Through eight games. Five and three, and then they're home to Kansas State. I think they get that. They're six and three at West Virginia. I think they beat West Virginia. That's a tough game. Seven and three. Mm. I forget what I had given them. Even if that's a loss. Okay, if I give them a loss there, they're six and four. Six and four. Then they're at Baylor, seven and four. Home to Oklahoma State, eight and four. The over under seven and a half. Regardless, I'm taking the over. This team is going to get it done. They might win that West Virginia game, too. So they might win nine. Listen, if you guys were looking for a lock from Patty C, this is it, without a doubt. Seven and a half games for a team that won 11 games last year. 11 and three. Two of those losses being to Oklahoma who, if we look at the Georgia game, was at the Invitational. this close to beating Georgia, double yeah. overtime. And at the Georgia, who was this close to beating Alabama National Championship. At the Invitational. At the Invitational. <laughs> winning the Invitational, we should say, not winning the National Championship. Yeah. Um, then the only two losses were a team that was arguably the best team in the country last year. Fuck you, Vegas, for putting this at 7.5, especially with yeah. a manageable schedule. Especially with Gary Patterson, 18 years. Come right. on. Come on. Take the over, folks. People, oh, that defense only returns five starters or whatever. 
There's six starters. That defense you know, will be broken. My dick only returns six inches, but it gets the job done every fucking time. hey oh <laughs> uh, I feel weird with that statement being... Sorry, that was weird. Yeah. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Please. And that was generous. Okay. Please, feel free. Moving on. Feel free to talk. The over-under on my dick is... Uh, <laughs> yeah, on a, on a, on, on, on good performances? <laughs> exactly. I, I mean, I've never experienced it, but I, I'm going to bet the under. Oh, right? this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, moving along to the Texas Longhorns. Tell that Longhorn behind the wheel, Pat. Hey, almost. I don't, I don't know what kinda. I'm doing. All right, Tom Herman's back. Year two. Things supposed to be big year. You know, year one, you're trying to learn your personnel, putting in your new offense, putting in your new defense. Todd Orlando is still the D coordinator. I don't even have notes on this, Pat, and I'm just winging this. You got to be impressed. I am impressed. All right. Off the tippy top. Is it going to be Shane Bouchelle? Is it going to be Sam Ellinger? I don't know. I, I hear Ellinger. I hear Bouchelle. I think Ellinger actually looked better to me at, through, through oh, last yeah. year's performance. Dude, he's a tank, and he's a little more efficient. If he didn't fumble that snap against USC, they would have beat him. But uh, mm-hmm. all right, Vegas has the odds at eight and a half on the Longhorns. Ooh, that's mm. tough. Tom Herman, though, year two. Okay, week one at Maryland in FedEx Stadium. If it's still called FedEx, I haven't been back to where I grew up in a long time. Hmm. Uh, Landover, Maryland, where Dan Snyder and the Washington Redskins play. I Yes, I do not have a problem saying Redskins on air. Uh at Maryland, Maryland came into Austin last year and smacked these Longhorns in the face with their first, with their second, with their third string quarterback. That was that was a bold that was a bold game. That man. was lovely. This is a trap game. I think Herman's going to be ready, but I also think Maryland's much better since they have their quarterback depth back. You think Maryland won't be jacked for the opportunity? Uh, to sweep I like that a Maryland coach too, Durkin. Oh yeah, I think that Dude, I he's think proven more. I think he's doing things in Maryland. But how about Harbaugh's coaching tree there? That's what I'm talking about, man. Pretty solid. Yeah, Derek Fisher at Stanford. You got DJ Durkin. Wait, Derek Shaw. <laughs> I, <laughs> Derek Fisher. Looks like Derek Fisher. Kind of looks exactly like. Yeah, that's, okay. uh, that's my point. I said okay. that on purpose. I okay. didn't fuck that up like my dad. Or David said, Shaw. Okay. Yeah, okay. and you said Derek Shaw. I'm you're an sound, idiot. You're I, sounding I like my dad. It. I'm the idiot. Okay. Um. Uh. So anyway. Maryland, I got that. I'm going to go with Texas with the win, even yeah. though I think I can't wait to watch that game. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be rooting for Maryland. Me but, too. Yeah. Me too. Then they're home to Tulsa. Tulsa's coming off a two and 10 year, but I think they're going to be much better. But I still think the Longhorns murk Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Then they're home to USC. And that's one that I sit there and I give that win to Texas, but I don't know what the hell's going on at USC. I don't know if they're starting the freshman or if they're going with the, with the Jack. What's his name? Sears, Jack Sears. Mm hmm. I don't know what's going on. I'm giving them the win against USC, but uh, maybe I'm being a bit naive with doing that. And then they're home to TCU, and I just gave them the win to TCU. So I got this team starting off at 4-0, Pat. That's kind of where I have them, although when I look at, at Maryland at T, uh, and then hosting USC and hosting TCU, that's a, really, there's got to be a loss there's, in yeah, there yeah, Very possible that there's a loss there. Very very possible there's multiple losses there. Right. Uh, I got it at 4-0. I'm just going to roll with it, man. I'm going to go with you, man. 4-0. Okay, 4-0. Next four, at Kansas State. I originally called that to be the upset, but I'll tell you this. If they're 4-0 and they come into Manhattan, man, this is really tough, but I think maybe they steal it now. I'm going to go back on my word and say K-State beats OK State and not Texas. So Texas wins Mm. this. They're 5-0, and then they play in Dallas against Oklahoma, and they beat Oklahoma Mm. in the Red River (laughs) rivalry or Red River shootout, whatever you want to say, Red River destruction. You know what I mean? Whatever you want to say. 
and then they're home to Baylor. I think they get it done. They're seven and zero, Pat, and they get a bye week, and they're at OK State. Mm. Who did I call for in this game? I don't recall. I think I called for Texas to win it. Crazy, you crazy man! Uh, I don't know about this one. Look, I I'm gonna uh, eight, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, go back on what I just said a second ago too. <laughs> oh Jesus! They're gonna lose one of those first. They four gotta games. win one of these. They gotta lose one of these games. I'm saying they're seven and one. They're seven and one. I got them losing here. to Oklahoma State too. Although in my mind, there's something about Tom Herman in his second year that makes me think that there's gonna be some kind of magic that maybe they're back. You know, but in in reality, well, I'm, I'm still calling seven and one. They could be a top ten, top fifteen team by that point. I'm gonna call six and two. Okay, I'm going seven and one. And uh, the final four games, they're home to West Virginia, eight and one at Texas Tech. Texas Tech beat them in Austin last year, I believe, mm. if memory serves me correct. Oh, that's a very losable game. That is a Someone's very. Gonna I'm going to call for it. Texas Tech to get that W. All right, I'm going. See, I go out on the limb on these things. I like just, that. I just like, like that last play. year when I called for Miami, and all those Hurricane fans tweeted me prior to my. Prior to the game happening against Pittsburgh, I called for Pitt to win that game. Yeah. Then they went into Pitt. They went in that cold environment. Pitt was on their backup quarterback, and Pitt beat them. Mm. Flat out just beat them. No overtime, no nothing. They just beat their ass. Right, you fucking lazy. Yes. Yes. So so Texas Tech's going to get it done. That's their second loss of the season. They're home to Iowa State. They get that W. This team's going 10 and 2. They're going 10 and 2 and 9 and 3. I originally. Over is the play here. When I looked at them before, for some reason, even though the magic in my head is saying they're going to have a great season, uh, I went under. But now, looking at it again, they're going over. There we go. All right. Now, uh, you know, we got, we got, I think, two teams left, Pat. Let's knock through these. Excuse me. I'm drinking these beers. All right. Next up is the Texas Tech Red Raiders, Pat. Hmm. And I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you something different than I think what you think I'm going to say. I've been holding back the whole podcast here. I don't have any idea what you're going to say about the Red Raiders. Okay. Well, let me just break. Let me, you'll, you'll understand it in the breakdown. Okay. Cliff Kingsbury's back for a sixth season in Lubbock. And although last year, if you listen to our sports gambling podcast, I called for him to get fired last year. I thought they were going to go four and eight and he was going to get fired. Well, somehow Kingsbury won in Texas and he beat some other teams. And he went six and six, went to a bowl game. Even though they lost to South Florida from the American Conference that no one wants to call a Power Five, uh, South Florida beat the Big 12's representative. Yes. And uh, they went six and seven for the year. I still think he's on the hot seat, but something happened last year. And if you watched the Big 12 football and Texas Tech football, you noticed something crazy. Texas Tech got a defense last year. <sighs> They got a defense. You are crazy, buddy. No, last year they had a good defense. Their best defense, and I think since the Leach era, when you know who was their defense coordinator? Who was that? Former. Former. Former East Carolina head coach. Maybe he was fired, Pat, un- unjustly. <laughs> Do you remember his name? I'm guessing it's Skip Holtz here. No. No. Boo. I don't know who you're talking about. Boo. <laughs> His current Oklahoma defensive coach. Can I hint anymore? I should know this. Who is it? Jesus. They wait. They have ECU has or Oklahoma is an offensive and a defensive coach from ECU. Yep. Former head coach of East Carolina. 
This trivia is no fun. Ruffin McFuckin'Neil. Yes. Okay. He was the defensive coordinator of the Texas Tech Red Raiders under Mike Leach. That's right. And you know who their quarterback coach was? Uh, man, now you got me all fucking. Was it Cliff Kingsbury? No, it was actually their current head coach of Oklahoma. Who? Lincoln Riley. Jesus, can go. you stop grilling me with this fucking ECU trivia? I swear his head is going to explode, but, and, and this podcast might be six hours long because of you answering East Carolina trivia. <laughs> My point is, is that this it's defense that is back. Uh, I mean, it, it was really back last year. And, and, and then when you evaluate it and you say, well, they lost their quarterback, but this, they bring in McLean Carter, which is just amazing name, by the way. I feel like John McLean diehard here. Uh, <laughs> They're only bringing back six starters, but we know the offense is a machine. It's been a machine for 20 years, Pat. McLean Carter had some experience starting games. He's going to step up. He's going to throw for 7,000 yards a game, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But the defense that was really good last year returns 10 of 11 starters. Ooh. And guess who the and guess who, what else they do? 10 of 11 starters, and they add in a Notre Dame grad transfer on that defense. So they have 11 guys with starting experience, Pat. I'm going to push back on this really good defense. We're going to go through some of their games, uh, giving up 45 points, giving up 41 points. But it, it's, it's like giving up 46 okay. points, giving up 49 points, okay, okay. giving up 42 once points. Once again, once again, though, once again, though, giving up 38 you're not points. looking at the actual statistics of the Big 12 defense. Because, like Lincoln Riley said this offseason, if Georgia played in the Big 12, when you have all these high powered offenses, there is good defense that happens in a, in, a, in, a, in a game where you give up 49 points. That's true. When you're running 200 plays per game, yes. there's more opportunity to And if to you score. look at their actual stats, compared to years prior, they were incredible compared to the years prior. Okay. Drastically right. different. So they returned 10 starters. And let's Vegas has the over-under at six. I'm kind of high on this defense, Pat. Okay. Week one against Ole Miss in Houston. Neutral site game. Who you got? I originally I was taking Ole Miss. Then I was reading about this defense, and I, I I went back and watched some film on this defense, and I say, hey, I don't know. I I was favoring Ole Miss. Yeah. But now I'm kind of, I'm kind of of the opinion that Texas Tech is going to get this thing done. I mean, you may be onto something. This is one of those where, when you haven't studied to the nth degree each of these teams, you just kind of go on common knowledge about. What's uh, what both teams are capable of, and Ole Miss traditionally for the past decade or so, well, well since Leach left, I would say Ole oh, Miss Texas is, Tech. Oh, yeah, okay. since Leach left uh, Texas Tech, Ole Miss has been the better program. Well, well, they were also proven to be cheating. Details, minor details. Minor. Hey, did uh, they have any wins stripped from them? Uh, that's pending right now. You know that, right? It hasn't happened yet. I think there's going to be several. I think there's going to be several. There I mean, probably should be a lot. I, I, I'm pretty sure that this team is going to get hit pretty hard. This university, it's pending right now. I think they're going to, I think they're due to announce it in September, or October. Okay. I still think based on the way freeze was recruiting that they're a more well, talented team than well, Texas. Why Tech. wouldn't they be? If you were giving them strippers. Sure. I mean, come on. Yeah, I Classic mean, SEC move here. You could get right? and, Tom Brady to come exactly, back to college for that shit. Exactly. And 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 so I'm going to go. I originally, I think, in our first podcast called for Old Miss to win, win that game. I'm going with the Red Raiders now. They sold me on this 10 defensive starters back. And McLean Carter, how could you go against a guy named McLean? It's a great you name. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Especially a quarterback. Then they're home to Lamar. I think they get the W against Lamar from the FCS level. Then they're home to Tech or to Houston. 
Man, that game scares me because I could see Ed Oliver wrecking shop on that offense. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give them a win, though. They went Woo! into Houston last year. They're, they're going to be 3 0. Then they're at OK State. They lose that game. They're 3 1 through four, Pat. I got them 1 and 3 through four. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Not as high. 3 and 1. OK. Then they're home to West Virginia. What did I say here? I said West Virginia is going to catch that L. They could. They're going to catch and one, one of in Lubbock. Yeah. And there's a buzz around the city, Pat. Then they get a bye game, and they're at TCU, and that buzz gets shit on because TCU <laughs> is going to mess with them. Four and two, right? Then they're home to Kansas, five and two. Then they're at Iowa State. They lose that one. They're five and three, right? Sure. I got them winning one of those as well, maybe stealing one you of those. Them at two and two six? or three. Two or three wins. Wow. I'm not exactly sure. I got them at five. Then they're home to Oklahoma. You know what happens there? They lose. Yeah. Right? But I, I think they get one of two here. Dude, this home game versus Texas. They're going to get one of two here. That's they're, a trap game. They're going to win six games, and then I think they lose at K-State. I think they lose the season finale in Baylor. They go six and six. But I will say this. If I had to side on one of those, the over or the under, <laughs> I'm going with the over. I think you're going to go seven and five. Out of your mind, buddy. Folks, don't listen to Colby. Yes, yes. Listen to me. What do you have in their final record at? We need to get this, this episode done. I'm going to give them late. anywhere from four to five wins, but certainly not six and certainly not over six. <laughs> Dude, that defense returning that many people. Come on. Uh, All right. Last and, and not least, uh, though probably least in the amount of teeth that the average fan has. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, that lady who hit me with the uh, jungle juice filled tampon, three teeth in her mouth, man. There we go. That's what I'm saying. We are talking about the West Virginia Mountaineers. Like I said, I, I, it's a fun experience. I, I would recommend everyone Wild. go to more Best party school I've ever been to, and I've been to well, some good ones. Well, well, you never went down to Greenville, North never Carolina. Never went down to Greenville, friend. and you I've never, heard great stories. You've never been down to Greenville, North Carolina, and it's always in, it's always in the top ten of those magazines and shit. I'm you know a, what I mean? Like we'll, we'll have Halloween, to my friend. Road trip it. Halloween. I've been pepper sprayed. Have you been pepper sprayed? I have not. Oh, man. we got to get to Greenville. There it is. Good pepper spray. <laughs> uh, okay, West Virginia Mountaineers. Dana Holgerson is back for his eighth year in Morgantown. The couches will be on fire regardless of what happens this year. Expectations are high in Morgantown. The dentists are getting excited. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> People might they might start betting in Morgantown on there since gambling is legal in New Jersey. And I don't know. They they there's offshore gambling at mybookie.ag. Maybe these people in West Virginia are going to be betting on games. They'll start winning some games, Pat. And they would buying, have to have the internet to buying, go to mybookie.ag. Are, the question is, are they going to buy teeth or alcohol? I don't know <laughs> what they're going to buy, Pat, but there's a lot of hype around this program. They got Will Greer, former Florida Gator, talented quarterback, and they also bring back their star wideout, David Sills. They add in a Bama transfer at wide receiver in TJ Simmons, so that guy must be talented. Their running back is a Miami transfer in Giovanni Haskins. Whoa, they got transfers everywhere. Defensively, they return just five starters, but then once again, they hit the transfer route and they got a USC and Penn State grad transfer on the D-line. And then they add in a Michigan and Ohio State, Ohio State transfer on the defensive backfield. Wow, are they really scumbagging at Dana Holgerson? He's always looked like a, he's always looked like a used car salesman to me. Mm-hmm. And I say, man, he's doing it. He's going the scumbag route. Vegas has the over-under at seven. Couches. I, I, how many couches will What's be? What's the scumbag route? Just I, I don't know. Just getting a thousand transfers, <laughs> and just having terrible hair, and just <laughs> not, you know, it's it's worse. He should just shave his head, 
He's got a mullet, but yet he's still balding. It's a weird situation. He looks like a used car salesman, Pat. Uh, yeah. You know, I feel like I feel like the guy's definitely a scumbag. You're gonna agree to a deal with him, and then he's gonna bump it up five hundred dollars, and then make you agree to that one. That's what I'm talking about. And this deal is on over and under on seven games, Pat, because there's a lot of hype. I wonder. I told you, closet coach to get fired. I think this coach could be one of them if he does not. Well, excel the, uh, right away. That's right. The hype is kind of working against him a little bit. And that this schedule is a brutal, if I may say so. <laughs> a brutal. Yes, yes. So he might be working at Sam's hot car lot after this season, <laughs> Pat. Uh, first four games, he gets the Tennessee Vols in Charlotte. Not so much of a neutral site game, if you ask me, but still, you got to favor them. But I will say this. I'll tell you this right now. You want a gambling tip, guys? You're tuning into this website or this website, this podcast. You've been, you've been trying to listen to all our stupidity and not turn this thing off. Let me tell you right now, take Tennessee in the points because I thought that was a double-digit line when I looked the other day. I don't see it being a double-digit game. Yeah, that's going to be I a, think a good game. West Virginia gets the W, but take the points. I'm giving them the W, I guess, but I would not be shocked if Tennessee upset the Mountaineers Especially, game okay, so given Butch Jones' like, talent was recruiting, all that talent's pretty much still there. Yes. But then you get a defensive coordinator that's been under Saban for how long? Yeah, two years. Or no, I mean, the, he was a D.C. for two years. He was there for a while, though. Right. Yeah. Assume this guy's able to instill some discipline and actual X's and O's with that talent level. Tennessee should improve. Okay, then they're home to Youngstown State. Hold on, you have, the, you have them beating Tennessee, right? Yeah, I have them beating me Tennessee. Too, me too. Greer to, is a fucking animal. Yeah, they're home to Youngstown State, and Bo Pelini gets the—I mean, he gets a shot. He gets a shot to still—you know, Bo Pelini was a very successful coach at Nebraska, but they yeah. fired him. He gets a shot here to handle with the big dogs. I—I uh, I mean, I got West Virginia winning that, but I—I'm I'm, going to keep my eye on that game. Youngstown State yeah. gave JMU a, a decent quarter in the national championship two years ago. Ended up getting their asses kicked by the national champion, James Madison University Dukes. Um, so yeah, that's and, a decent and, and, team. And you, I got a tweet praising us for our, uh, our, our, uh, appreciation of James Madison and how we keep referencing it and how we also referenced our, the place that normally we'd end up at three in the morning, the shit shack. What <laughs> it was called, uh, Dave's Dave's Taverna. Shout out to Dave's. If you want to sponsor, Boy. if you want to sponsor the podcast, find us on Twitter. Many amazing um, moments at Dave's Taverna. Okay. Youngstown, they got, they're beating Youngstown. Then they're at NC State. I got that as a loss, even though NC State's replacing a lot. That's a very winnable game, Pat. That's a tough one. I'm going to go 2-1. Go and one. I, think, I think Dave Doran's doing a decent job in, in, in Raleigh. Then they're home to K-State, so I got them 3-1 and one in the first four. You? Uh, I'm not sure which one they're going to win and which one they're going to lose out of that NC State and Kansas State game, but I think they're going to lose one. You got him a three and one as three well. Three and one as well. Yeah. All right. The next four at Texas Tech, which you know I have that as a loss. They at that point are three and two. Then they're home to Kansas, four and two. At Iowa State, as a I have a as a loss, they're four and three. They get a bye. They're home to Baylor. They're five and three after eight games. Pat, the over under seven. All they got to do is win two to three games. I got them losing just to Iowa State there. So I've got them at six and two. Wow. Then they're at Texas, and I think that is a loss, Pat. Mm-hmm. So I got them at five and three. They moved to five and four. Then they're home to TCU. I got that as a win. So they're six and four, Pat. They're six and four. All they need to do is win one more game. And they're at OK State. Six and five, Pat. Mm-hmm. And then they beat Oklahoma. No, they don't. They're six and six. They're six and six. 
Actually, they, I actually had them right at seven and five when I when I projected this. Yeah. But if I had to lean one way, that schedule is too tough. They're six mm-hmm. and six. The back end of that schedule is They're gnarly. Six and six couches are going to be on fire in a negative way, mm-hmm. not a positive way. Bringing back Rich Rod. After no way! The no use. way! Not after that, that. I read about that divorce. That divorce was bad. 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 Let, There's zero chance he comes back. There. Let them miss a bowl this year. They have a better chance of hiring the database as head coach in Morgantown. Well, they'd than be Richmond. a lot smarter too, don't you Ooh, think? I definitely think That's so. That's a rare compliment that Problem I'm going to throw Colby's way. I have all my teeth. Okay. Right. Not a fit. Not yeah. a cultural fit, yeah. so to speak. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, Actually, technically, I have some false teeth, so maybe maybe I can just ta- pop, maybe, maybe pop I can take out. them out. There you yeah. go. Um, yeah. As much as I want to see Oklahoma take the L in Morgantown, I, I want to say the same thing. Six and six, short of that mark, take the under. There we go. There we go. Take the under. We are the College Experience. Please, guys, if you can subscribe to us on on iTunes, Stitcher, any of any 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 app that you listen to podcasts. If you can follow us on Twitter at the SGP Network, please, guys. We are the College Experience. My name is Colby Dant. I'm available on Twitter at the Colby D. My buddy here, Patty C, is available on Twitter at the. Pa- or no, 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 no. Just Patty C831. Yeah, yep. no the. Patty C831 on Twitter. Guys, we really appreciate the feedback. If you can continue to give us feedback, you know, Twitter comments iTunes reviews, please. iTunes reviews. We're trying to boost them up. We're brand new. We want people that pay attention to this show because we're not going to go in depth with all this stuff. We're going to go in depth, but I'm saying like this is just our, our over unders. When the season comes, we're going to break down tip of the spreads, iceberg, folks. Spreads, everything. We're really excited to bring this stuff to you. I, I've already. I mean, I love doing this for you guys, and I hope you guys do too. But please tell a friend if you can. Thank you so much. This is the college experience. He's Patty C. I'm the database. Are we going to pick our conference champions real oh, quick? Oh, shit. I almost forgot. Who, how am I? How did I almost forget that? I was trying to rush out of here. Conference <laughs> champions, the most important part of this. They probably tuned out at this point. They're like, <laughs> fuck, this guy's out. <laughs> conference champions, I have. I have. Actually, you go first because I'm, I'm, I'm the I'm the. You the know, anchor. I just took a look at this, and I'm going to throw a monkey wrench into the whole equation. We're going to have Texas versus TCU. For the conference championship, and your Texas Christian University Horn Frogs are your 2018 Big 12 conference champions. I got Texas against Oklahoma in the Red River Red Champion- River Red River <laughs> Shootout. That's the, that's there the, yeah, the championship game though. Oh, uh, the Red River Championship game. Yes. I like that. And I was about to go Texas because I think they're they're gonna. But you know what? ECU, ECU, <laughs> ECU. My guys get it done. Ruffin McNeil comes up with a big defensive scheme that game, gets it done. Sooners continue their domination. I go chalk. Four in a row. But watch Iowa State. The play, you want to take a dog to potentially win the Big 12 or be in the Big 12 championship? These Iowa State Cyclones and Matt Campbell, they're getting ready, man. They're getting ready. Once again, he is Patty C. I am Colby Dant, a.k.a. The Dantabase. You can follow us. Please follow us. And we really, really, really sincerely appreciate each and every one of you listeners, we're out there. Next up is the ACC. We got a guest in house for that. So get ready. Right now, college experience. Whee!